Hi, this is Brett Johnson, your host for Note to Future Me and the owner of Circle 270 Media Podcast Consultants. This is day number 24 of my 31-day podcast challenge, Build a Podcast Website for Growth. Many inexperienced podcasters share links to their new episodes from iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or SoundCloud, but these aren't platforms you control. Why direct traffic to someone else's site? You're missing out on a lot of opportunities for podcast listener engagement and growth. Your podcast hosting provider will usually set you up with a basic website when you create an account with them, but these will lack the customization options you're going to be looking for down the road. The quicker you get your podcast its own website, the more control you'll feel as your podcast grows. Once you're ready to really put a plan together for a website, put the following things in place to make it easier for people to find, listen to, and share your podcast. Let's take a look at website menu pages you need to include. Now, there's the About page. This is traditionally the most viewed page on any website, so use it to your advantage. Focus on your listener with this page. List the benefits they'll get from listening to your podcast. Linking to a few of the best episodes you've done so far is an effective use of the page as well. Subscribe. Well, people listen to podcasts in different ways and in different podcast players. Link to the key podcast directories where your podcast can be found and subscribe to. Plus, make it clear that your show can be found anywhere podcasts are found. Podcast episodes. Having a full list of episodes is a great way for people who've just found you to look through your back catalog. Depending on which podcast hosting platform you use, it may be possible to set this up via your podcast player or an audio player plugin if your website is using WordPress. How to contact you. Put all your contact details here. Make it easy for listeners to get in touch with you. It's amazing the number of my favorite podcasts. And when I go to their websites, they don't have easily found contact information. You can put a contact form, email address, as well as any social media links. When you encourage listeners to get in touch with you, send them to that page. This makes it easier to listen to this call to action in your podcast, and it's easier for the listener to find as well. Podcast episode posts. Well, this is most crucial for setting yourself up when you start to have a larger and larger back catalog of episodes. Each podcast episode should have its own blog post on your website. When you publish a new episode, it's a link to this post you'll share to the world. Here's what you need to include. Uh, An episode title. Your podcast episode title will also be the blog post title on your website. Podcast audio player. You know, visitors to your site should be able to play an episode from inside that episode's post. So be sure you embed your podcast player from your web hosting company or your podcast hosting platform. It's true that most people don't listen to podcasts from their desktop or laptop computer, but it still accounts for up to 10, maybe 15% or more of listenership. So, uh, you know, depending on your podcast genre, so it's well worth to put that player on your website. Episode show notes. Don't skimp on including all lists, links, and anything else discussed in the podcast in that episode's show notes. You'll increase the chance of being discovered by potential listeners on Google if you have a descriptive show notes of around 500 words or more. A call to action or CTA. Whether you've asked your listener to subscribe, review, or buy something in your episode, put a link in the show notes. Make it easy for them. And if you said you will have links in the show notes, put them in there. You will have a very disappointed listenership if you don't. Social media sharing buttons. At the bottom of the post, include a little row of social media icons. There are numerous social share plugins available in WordPress that can be set up for you. 
Accessibility. Well, you know, around 20% of people have accessibility needs. For podcasters, the first step you can take towards making your content more accessible is to do transcripts of your episodes religiously. If you create video content, look into adding captions too. Break up written content by using headings and use the alt text tab to add in details about any descriptive uh, images you use in your posts. Here are some other things to think about when looking to optimize your podcast website. Your domain name. Get a memorable name that makes sense. It's easy to spell and easy to read out in your episodes. Optimize for mobile. The majority of browsing and podcast listening is happening on mobile. Your website needs to load properly and quickly. Your website is your home to engage and grow your podcast more quickly than you realize. You know, In a previous episode, I talked with longtime friend and colleague Chuck Francis. He's the owner of Take and Bake Marketing as well as the owner of USA Access, a web hosting, video production, and graphic design firm. My websites are hosted with USA Access, full disclosure, but I bring him to the mic because of his knowledge around building websites and how a website, how a website protects your podcast. We cover the importance of owning your own website, maintaining control over your own RSS feed or feeds, WordPress for site and show management, and controlling your feed and controlling where it lives. Thanks to archesaudio.com for the music you hear in this episode. It's free to independent podcasters as long as you mention them in your podcast and in your episode show notes. Talk to you tomorrow.